authorize national identity cards. We did not authorize the eye of Big Brother to appear from cameras throughout our cities. We did not authorize an eye for an eye. We did not authorize this administration to wage war anytime, anywhere, anyhow it pleases. We did not authorize war without end. We, the we did not authorize. We, the we did not authorize. We, we did not authorize. 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 We did Welcome into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. It's Friday. Hug the person you're next to. And just thank goodness that we've made it. Punani, that includes you. I want you to give a big wet one to Dubs. Get out of here. <laughs> By the way, i got to go pull that audio. Um, I'm El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. And we're going to hang out with you for the next two hours. And by you, I mean those of you listening to your radio right now. And those of you next to a phone, you want to talk about something? Do that, too. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. Also, too, go to RadioHideout.com. Learn as much as you can about the radio show. Mm -hmm. um, it's a roadmap for the show. In addition to that, we also... Uh, you know, we got various things. You can link up to us with the uh, AOL for Broadband Instant Messenger JFK Hideout. Uh, that is the instant message and the email as well. So, uh, radiohideout.com. There's a link, uh, dubs, on radiohideout.com to, um, to the Cinema Arch Theater. Yeah. And I want to say a very special thank you to the, uh, to the Fair City Mall location of the Cinema Arch Theater of hooking us up, uh, today. It was a, a really good time. Going out and watching Fahrenheit 9/11. Yeah, we had uh, fun with a whole bunch of listeners. That was it was outstanding. Um, the comedy dumplings were there. Mantan uh, was there. all the hardcore showed up. It was it was really cool. And a lot of people too. What was so funny when I had people come up and say to me was like, uh, we didn't realize how many old people uh, quote unquote listen to the hideout because when you when you hear the hideout. You hear the juvenile behavior well, you know, that Dubs specialize, uh, Dubs and I specialize in. Well, you know, uh, people like to listen to uh, people they think they're smarter than. Right. And I think I think that's a big thing to do with it. We're like Jerry Springer, if you will. Yeah. You know, you 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 watch that show to feel better about yourself. You listen to this show to feel better about yourself. Like you know everything about the world because we don't. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, that was a it was a really good time. I enjoyed I enjoyed seeing everybody out there. Uh, a couple of people that I remember by name: uh, Jody, uh, Kurtoid was out there, of yeah. course, from the Ron and Fez show, who like who comes in and hangs out occasionally. Um, yes, exactly. Uh, Bad Monkey, we sat next to in the back. And immediately he's bringing up our connection to the terrorists. Um, I, I hesitate to even say this. AOL for Bin Laden's band. Oh, if you want a uh, free trial of AOL for Bin Laden's band, call 1-800-297-1025. Uh, 1-800-297-1025. That's just for WJFK listeners. Because in the movie of Fahrenheit 9-11, they draw the connection between the Saudis... Uh, o owning a, a lot of stock in things like Citigroup and also uh, Citibank. Uh, oh, is it Citibank? Yeah. Okay, Citibank as well as 
AOL Time Warner. And I, I had to throw out the numbers then. Yeah, we're in the middle of the movie, and Dub starts kicking out the phone number. 1-800-297-1025. I'm telling you, it's not... I can't even escape this whenever we're outside of the studio. Every time I mention the AOL for broadband, out goes the phone number. And if you want a free trial of the AOL for broadband, it's 1-800-297-1025. If you were out... I'm programmed. You really are. Uh, if, but if you were out there, we want to thank you so much for coming out. Uh, uh, Chuck and Lance from Full Rock and Karaoke came out there they're gonna as well. Be, uh, they're going to be dropping by next week. As, um, I believe uh, Chuck Money is starting his uh, big blossoming stand-up career. Mm -hmm. He's going to be at the DC Improv soon. So we're going to have him swing in here. and A lot of stuff going on. Oh, by the way, we have uh, four of these to give out. It's free Slurpees for a year because it's 7-Eleven's 77th birthday this Sunday, July 11th. And they're celebrating with free Slurpees on the 7th uh, day. So, oh, thank heaven for 7-Eleven. Oh, crap. I just realized my mom's birthday is the 13th. Oh, is it? Oh, Jesus. What's today? Today? Ninth, yeah. Today's the ninth? You gotta send something out quick. Oh man. You know what you gotta do? You gotta order from a store out there and have them deliver it to her. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Oh, maybe we'll call her on her birthday. Yeah. We'll be on the air that night. Last time we called her I admitted that I'd sniffed her sex toy <laughs> when I found it in her drawer. And that was for a Mother's Day tribute last year. I'm sure she'll no, be so that was, excited. That was a year and a half ago. Um, over a year ago. Yeah, I mean last yeah. year. Yeah. Exactly. Um God, oh, we're sitting in the movie, and Dubs, I don't know what it was, you turned to me, and you're like, hey, dude, I got some news. And because this is your third time seeing yeah. the movie. Yeah. And so Dubs was, actually, Dubs... I was very chatty, and I went up and smoked and everything. Dubs was slapping himself a tongue every time he'd give out the AOL for broadband number. I didn't have a uh, mic in front of me, so I had to slap it on my hat. Uh, Dubs also, too, uh, would go to the restroom every 30 minutes, go take a smoke break. And then he just turns to me, actually, and it was during the part where the mother was crying. And so... Oh, because I saw the white trash mother, and I just made me think of my mom. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm watching the movie, and again, I was, I was fighting to hold back the tears because I'm sitting between you and Bad Monkey. And I'm like, I can't cry. It's just like last time I saw the movie, and I'm sitting between you and Fez. I cannot cry, especially sitting next to J-Dubs, who's heartless, so in the middle of this, Dubs turns to me and he goes, oh, dude, I got bad news. And so um, th this mother's crying about her son dying in Iraq. Dubs's bad news is... My mom's coming out to visit. Yay. <laughs> How dare you? Bastard. How dare you ruin the movie? And then, uh, hey, you if you didn't want to cry, hey, I, I got you to laugh. That real, and then I do. And then I laugh in the middle of that. <laughs> and then people are like, they're turning around and like, Jesus Christ. Heffan dubs, they're so heartless. But your mom's is coming to visit? Yeah, she's coming out. Uh, she doesn't know yet, but I have to chip in for the hotel room. I guess she doesn't make enough to fly out here and stay in a hotel on her uh, janitor wage. So she's going to fly? Yeah. Well, who's she coming with? Uh, her boyfriend. She's got a boyfriend? Yeah. Is it Mullet Joe? No, a different boyfriend. What's this boyfriend like? Um, He's got money. Yeah, He's not like Joe. But he has, like, a mini mullet. And he drinks a lot. I remember uh, when I worked, when we worked at the Edge, he, uh, he called me up one night when I was on the air over there telling me that 
Your mom's a good woman. No. I swear to God. Yeah, you know what ended up happening. He just he just got done hitting it, and he wanted, he was drunk, and he figures, oh, there's her son on the radio. I'm going to call him. And he's talking about how I she'll never get up and dance with me, though. <laughs> Did he uh, hold the phone to his fingers and say, hey, can you smell this? <laughs> no, he didn't do that. God, I'm going to be sick. Now, you realize what's happening. What? Your mom's, a, she's coming out here to D.C. Has she ever been out here before? No. I, when, uh, right after she got out of high school. All right. So this was 48? No. No. It had to be in, like, 60-something. Now, you, your, mom, your mom's coming out here, so you have to help supplement the uh, the hotel, right? Yeah. So basically, you realize I'm paying for my mom to get laid with her boyfriend, which is something that she should be doing for me. She should be paying for my hotel room so I can get laid. Does she realize how little you make? No, I think I think she thinks I'm living high in the hog since I pay so much for rent. How come she couldn't just stay at your place? I wouldn't mind that. Would you save me money? Would you and your chick be willing to give up your um your oh. bed? Oh yeah. Now would you care if your mom got banged in your bed? Yes. You know what would happen, though, right? No, it wouldn't. We'd, the door would have to be open, and, I, and our apartment's not that big. So I would hear it, and I would bust it. <laughs> That's what's happening. <laughs> That's what's going to be going on in there. It's you. What's your, what's your boyfriend? Mullet what? It's not Mullet Joe. This mullet time. Tim. Mullet. <laughs> so it's Mullet Tim. And he's sitting there and he's getting it with your mom. That's great. Does your mom make sex noises? I don't know. I don't think so. I think she keeps it quiet. she a moaner like you? <laughs> I'm not a moaner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. I have no emotion, period. You know what? I you, that That is interesting. I wonder what you are like when you're sexual. Like... If it's the same dumb look on your face. It is. I, it's like I'm looking at the finish line. Like I got my eye on the prize. I'm just rocking. <laughs> hey, have you ever thought about this? Like what you look like when you finish? Because, I mean, you've seen, like, of course, it's, you know, you get the O face from Office Space, the classic O face line. But, like, I'm sitting there sometimes <clears throat> in my apartment. Do you ever do it in the mirror to see? No. Oh, okay. I'm sitting. No, never. Do you? No, never. I'm sitting there, and I. Uh, what do you think I am? She's got a pervert. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, but I'll be taking care of business, if you will, in the living room with the DVD player. Brianna loves Jenna, or something like that. And I always wonder what it, what like it's, what it's like for my, for my fish, and. Oh. And, and 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 my frog to be sitting there like watching while, while I'm laid out on the couch with my pants around my ankles, fresh off the tanning bed and working out. You know what? I know what they're thinking. All right, this is it. He's having a heart attack. I know that he, we aren't gonna get fed again. I've said it before, though. That's the way I'm gonna die. I'm gonna go out that way, um, hunched over toilet paper, used. But that's the way you want to go out. But then it's going to end up on Rotten.com, Consumption Junction. What do you care? All those things. Yeah, you're going to be then feature on NewsFilter.org. That's going to be me. DJ dies. <laughs> the cup and squeeze killed him. It just sees your, all you can see is your big hairy back hunched over. All right.
with a big wad of toilet paper by your feet. All right. What? <laughs> but I always would, because there have been times where you know you get done, and you never know if you're going to have company, so you're immediately, you know, taking out the, the DVD or oh, the videotape, yeah. and you're trying to put it all back, and you got the toilet paper in one hand, and, the, and then you look over. And the frog's sitting there against the window just looking at well, you. Well, try doing that with a girlfriend where, you know, you have to you have to take the tape out, put the other tape back in because you don't want her to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, <laughs> you know they won't care. And when I was... But you, you just don't... You want to deny it if you can. You don't want it to come up in conversation. When I was married, dude, I used to, like... My chick would know when I was doing it because... I would leave signs, okay? Not only like the toilet paper. What, like uh, like a mushroom cap? No. <laughs> signs like, what the hell? Like on the right on the side of the TV or something? No. Like a sweat mark? I'm talking about huh. just like when all of the remote controls are out. Yeah. And yeah, they're all I, like lined up or they're all kind of sprawled out on the couch, you know what I mean? And they're yeah. not where they should be. Well, I make sure those go back to the right. <laughs> The the best is uh, when you used your uh, parents' porn tapes, and you uh, you had to uh, mark the cue almost on it where it started. All right, it started right at the second. Right, and then you had to rewind it right back to that second, and uh, you know get the time exactly right. Wild nurses and lust. That's the first porn that I ever participated in those activities with, and it was my dad's, and it was always so funny because I would after you don't think about it. But, like, once you start doing what you do with the porn, yeah. and then you have to go back and re-cue it as to where it was, it starts hitting your mind. But that's where your dad. As to that's where your dad ended up using it. doing his thing. And, and you know, it was always really strange when it wasn't on the same scene you left it at. You know? Like, I wonder how long ago he watched this. You know what I know? God, I hope nobody on the underground from my family is listening. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I hope it's not happening. But let me say this. You know where I always from my dad would live, leave off? Where? The two, the, the lesbian scenes. Oh, really? It, he was into that. It never failed. My, my, the, the tapes were always stopped in the lesbian scenes. Well, Mullet Joe are always left off where the... Uh, sh- Let me know if you can say it. I sure can. <laughs> <laughs> you can, but nobody heard it. <laughs> you know I can. Oh, dude, I just got this from the AOL for Broadband. Canadians answer um, spunk call, if you will. All right. Canadian students could fly to Australia on spunk donor holidays and pocket a trip worth $7,000 for their trouble. Let me see here. They would have to donate every second day uh, while at a uh, Murray River holiday. The package valued at seven grand includes airfare, um, hotel accommodations for two weeks, and a daily allowance of 150 bucks. Where'd you find that at? All right, I found this is on the AOL for Broadband. Oh, if you want a free trial, AOL for Broadband, call one eight hundred two nine seven one zero two five. All right, so but th- is this habit or what? Now, Could you imagine this? They aren't really getting paid for it; they're just getting a free vacation out of it. All right, well, no, they're getting all right. They're getting the airfare to fly. Yes, yeah. I guess there's some sort of a. Um, a shortage of Canadian, you know, baby gravy, if you will. What, why don't they just take American? So let's see. I don't know. It's only you figure white people, white people is all yeah, the same. White, yeah. So, all right. So what this is Iceland total airfare, 
a car, hotel accommodation for two weeks at $150 a day. Could you imagine this? Getting $150 a day? And plus you get a great vacation. We do this for free. Yeah. While our fish watch. <laughs> I don't want to hear about people getting $7,000 uh, round trips. Jesus, man, that's beautiful. Why is it Canada is always ahead of us? Australia, too. Is this a perfect vacation, J-Dubs? Something like this? Would you ever Would you ever donate? I would donate. I wouldn't have a problem donating, but I don't know if I'd go to Australia. See, that's my problem. That's the only thing I have a problem with. Could you imagine being on a plane for that long? No. I had a friend who was going to Australia. They could be the worst. I couldn't imagine sitting on a plane for that long. But um, I don't think I could ever donate, dude. I'd be afraid of the kids. Like, what are my kids rolling around out there? And I don't know. And what if I run into them one day at the mall? Or what if you have a girl and you end up shacking? <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't even think of that. Because, you know, something. Have you heard stories like that where, like, people didn't know that they were related to the other? You know what I mean? And then, like, especially, like, brother and sister, it kind of happens where they were separated at, at, at birth. <laughs> and, um... And then they end up, like, meeting each other and falling in love, and this is the greatest thing ever, and then it turns out that they're actually related. Where did I hear this story? I want to say maybe even heard it on Stern. Maybe, because I heard a story like this very, very recently. Really? About a... Uh... God, I can't remember the exact story about God, it. God, if anybody has it, you win Slurpees for a year. 866-277-4969. I know that they got on Big Brother right now, the brother-sister thing going, and the... The gal does not know that the other person, the brother, is on there or something like that. It just happened. Oh, is this one? Of, so they? Oh, that's right. And they're not telling. Or they're not brother or sister, but they're like cousins or something. I, from what I, I don't know. I don't know the whole story, but it's something like that. Hmm. Now, oh, by the way, we have a guest in here. Joker has stopped by. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you all doing? Uh, What's up? Good. Nice. You said something about Jeff Foxworthy. I, uh, he used to have this bit where he would say, yeah, uh, you might be a redneck. Yeah, if you go to reunions looking to pick up chicks. Okay. <laughs> I like that fox word. And I guy. follow that to the letter. <laughs> Good for you. You bring us some presents, I see? Uh, yeah. What I'm do you gonna... got for us? See, I got one shirt for both of you. Oh, nice. Let's see. What do I get? This one speaks to your feminism. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you can say J-Dubs on the air. All right, mine says I love lesbians. <laughs> I like, I'm digging on that one. Dubs, what did you get over there? What's yours? All right, I'm going to say it. <laughs> All right, I'll, well, show it to me. It says it ain't going to lick itself. That's cool. That can yeah. be about whatever. Why did he get the cooler one? Although, they're both cool. Although I do I do like this. <laughs> I, I like I love I lesbians. Love you want to switch? Yeah. Let's switch. Because I don't like... Wait, that go to your dad? Wasn't he the one into lesbians? Actually, that is, that's good. He's paying attention over there. The only thing is I don't like wire and white. It makes me look fat. And I'm really not fat. Yeah, you fat are. or sexy. Right, exactly. What else do you got for us? Uh, you said last night you like chocolate al almonds. Oh, look at this. So I got he, he pays attention. Chocolate-covered almonds. I love this. I can't get Sour Patch, so I got those gummy bears that are covered Ooh. in sour. Yeah. This is the way everyone should treat us. <laughs> and I got toys for both of you to play during the breaks. That's beautiful, man. Thank you so much. Well, hang out. Wow. Watch the show. Pay attention to us. This should be a lot of fun. Uh, let's go to um, John. You're in the hideout on JFK. Oh, wait a second. Dubs, hold on. Something's happening over here. What's going on? I'm not sure. Josh, John's laying Pilot. fish swim. Jack, you in the Jack. hideout? Yeah, it's Jack. Oh, go ahead, Jack. Hey, guys. Uh, the movie Joe Dirt. Yeah, that, 
that did happen in Joe Dirt, where it was uh, Joe Dirt and the uh, yeah, Jamie Presley, Presley character. Yep, yeah, he thought that he was her sister, but it wasn't really. Okay, I'm gonna go. Fall in love with her. I'm, I don't know if that's where I heard it first. But now listen, during the movie, right? Mm-hmm. When he when he thinks it's his sister, they go in there like he 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 thinks it's his sister. He walks away and he goes, "Wait a minute, it's my sister. I'll go back." And then they do the thing. And then when he comes back, he's like, can we pretend you're my sister again? Yeah, I remember that. That was a good point. All right, hold on, man. You won Slurpees for a year. Uh, 7-Eleven's birthday is this July the 11th. Oh, thank heaven for 7-Eleven. We'll take a couple other calls on this, too. Oh, Lefty's on the phone. Oh, is he? We'll get to Lefty in a second, our buddy. Go to RadioHideout.com right now to find out who Lefty is under names to know. Andy, you're on JFK. Hey, what's up, fellas? What up, brother? Hey, uh, no, I was, I was trying to win uh, Slurpees for a year. I think y'all got the uh, that story from, uh, it was a movie with uh, Chris Klein, where uh, he fell in love with this girl. And, so, uh, and so? And they, yeah, and they had sex, whatever, and lived happy ever after, and they find out uh, their sister's at the end with uh Or how about Chris that one with, and, uh, with Ted Danza called Cousins? Remember that one? Oh, was that, was, uh, not Ted, uh, Ted Danza. Okay, yeah. I, I thought you said Tony Danza. No. All right, Andy, you win, too. Congratulations. Oh, uh, hell not, yeah. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, y'all. Yeah, it's not what I was thinking of, but I, I can dig on that. Tony, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, what's up, guys? What up, bro? Hey, it was something a little more recent, but uh, you know that TV show, Law & Order Special Victims Unit? Of course. Yeah. They they just did a show like that where a guy had a family in New York, but then he had a secret family, um, and he had a, a son with the first family and a daughter with the secret family, and they were the same age and ended up in high school together, and they actually got pregnant. Ooh. And oh my God. They didn't find out until afterwards Eleven-fingered baby. that they were actually brother and sister. All right, I love nasty. this one. I love this one. Right, you too, Tony, went Slurpees for a year. Congratulations. Hold on, uh, right, bro? Um, again, it's uh, 7-Eleven's 77th birthday this July 11th. Oh, thank heaven for 7-Eleven. So that's three we've given out. I think we've got one more to give out. Let's go to uh, John. You're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, guys. Yo. Hey, uh, Don and Mike show. Uh, they're doing uh, secret letters. And it was yeah, guy. that's what it was. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's the one that I recall yeah. most Me was too. the, uh, the Don Mike. He had sex with his sister after like 15 years, and it, it was it wasn't his real sister. Yeah, I remember that's that's the one that I remember hearing it from lately. Our brothers uh, Don and Mike. You too. You pick up on the final uh, Slurpees for a year from 7-Eleven. Thank you so much, John. You're welcome, man. Oh, speaking of Don and Mike, I want to thank our buddy Mix Loco, mm-hmm. who brought up Boob Town for, uh, for Don because the boys were talking about it. So he uh, left it for us last night, and we were able to give it to Don, and Don was really excited about that mix. So we appreciate that. All the, uh, the good love going around the hideout, if you will. And we told Don, make sure you give us a report. And it was so funny watching Buzz eye that. Yeah. Because he was, <laughs> Buzz was Buzz, open. <laughs> if Buzz sees something he likes, he really does buzz around it, you know? Yeah, and he uh, he was hoping Don was like, yeah, I'm not going to take it home. <laughs> At least that's what it seemed like to me. Yeah, that's what it looked like. <laughs> but good for Buzz, man. Right on, bro. Uh, Andrew, you're in the hideout on JFK. Turn your radio down. What's the point? All right. You're gone. Dumbass. He actually seemed to have something uh, pretty good there. All right, Lefty. What up? What's up, bro? No, I talked to you earlier. It's been a couple of months since I've been in the hideout, hasn't it? it? It's been a little. The last time is when we uh, 
when myself, Shafee, right. and Dubs all called uh, our ex, what's his name, the ex-general manager, Dave Johnson. Dave Johnson. And I had get, a coronary and acted like a little bitch and flipped out. To yell at him uh, for firing I, I, Dave I, Diamond. I can understand the flip out, though. Of course. Well, you know what? It, it went completely unscathed. Nothing happened from that call when mm -hmm. you reamed him out. Exactly. It, it came up today. Did no. it? I can't believe I forgot to tell you when I talked to you earlier. It came up today in the meeting. What meeting? Uh, the little promotions meeting with, like, all the bosses. What did they say? Well, it came up at the end. They were talking about Shafee doing some bit about how he had people eat butter. I don't know, whatever that was. And then Johnson started making fun of everybody for having radio names, basically. Okay. You know, like, what's with uh, Shafee and Lefty? And, and then he brought up El Jefe and J-Dubs. He's like, what's with these stupid-ass radio names? Why do people do all that stuff? And he's like, those are the names they used when they called me and like laid into me about this and that or whatever and just kind of did his little jackass voice and tried to make fun of you guys the best he could and then dropped it. Was it uncomfortable? Yeah, because, I mean, he never said anything to me. So it was very uncomfortable. I didn't know if he, all of a sudden in this meeting he was going to start calling me out or what. Wow, because he could have called you out right there and fired you because the whole thing is that Lefty didn't know we were going to call because Lefty's still stuck at the radio station from what Shafee, Dubs, and myself were all fired at. And um, and Lefty was on the phone when we made the call, and Shafee, like a dick, mentioned <laughs> that you were on the call when you begged us not to, yeah. not to mention you were on. Right. And so we, you thought you were going to get fired. Oh, and, for sure. Oh, man, so it was right there. Did you turn red or anything? I totally turned red, and I was wearing a red shirt, too. I know I matched my shirt, and, like, everybody was just staring right at the, me. The, be the best part of that call was after, after we hung up, and uh, Lefty was like, yeah, man. Are you going to pay my bills? Because <laughs> <laughs> he was just screaming. And he was pissed at me. Yeah. Like, somehow it was my fault. When Shafee's the one mentioning that you, uh. It was your fault. This is your ship. Hey, emotions ran wild. Hey, what did, did anybody else around there say anything about uh about the phone call or any or even or even about us? No, nobody said. I, anything I heard really. that uh, a lot of people were talking about it at some party though. Yeah, it, it did get brought up. Not never in front of me though. It never got brought up in front of me, but I heard it like third hand that everybody was talking about it and the big conspiracy was that I was completely involved in it. And this this asswipe Dave Johnson, our former general manager. His claim to fame was that he was at the old W4 in Detroit when Howard was there. Right. And when Howard got fired. And so his thing was, hey, I was there when Howard got fired, and you guys are talented too, and this is all part of the business, you guys getting fired. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you're the guy that let Howard go, and now you're the guys letting us go. How is it any claim to fame for you? You were in Detroit at some point in your career, which is a major market, and now you're all the way in Lansing, Michigan. You're going backwards. I want to call. His what's, his, does it. What, what's his phone number? Let's call him again. <laughs> right now, Lefty. Come on, dude. I don't even it? know. I don't even know it, to be honest with you. I think I got it somewhere. I don't bother right now, but he did. He's <laughs> concerned hold, right now. Hold so, on a second. Hold on. Classic. You got to hear this. This is. Hold on. Hold on. We're calling him. I'm just going to hang up. You got to let it go. 517. You got to let it go. <laughs> Come on. Dude, I'm just playing. All right. No, you got to hear the new one, though. The, this is classic mid-Michigan radio group here. Just real week. quick. We're so blade, blade on a break. I, if we had a producer, he'd tell us that. <laughs> yeah, I heard you hate Tommy. What's up with that? No, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him. He refuses to show up at our events, and he doesn't talk to us all day. Oh. Go ahead. He hasn't said one word to us today. Not a word. Although we hear he's got a very masculine shirt on, so... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> go ahead. What did you hear? Big porno gate is going on right now. Somebody printed off porno pictures and left them by the sales area so everybody could see them. Uh huh. 
So now they're going through every hard drive in the building to find out who's looking at porno. <laughs> Why worry about the rating? Exactly. In the fact, you've got three stations that are done. Let's, let's look and see who's looking at porno. It's All like right. every guy in there is going to get fired. Exactly. Oh, dude. I, I love it. All I did today was look at the Semitic Keys online. I was, sh I was showing it to Matt. I was showing it to, uh, oh, the comedy dumplings are here. Mantan is here. All right, we got to take a break. We got to come back. Thank you for the update, Lefty. You got it. All right, brother, we'll hit, we'll hit you up later. <laughs> Dubs were so late on the break. Yeah. Well, uh, Joker, just kind of hang out, all right? Cool, thanks. Um, you have to stand in the back, though, because we're... The comedy dumplings are going to be coming in. I know, Matt Elvis. you got to make push me into the wall. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. you got to make some room for those guys. <laughs> All right, quick break coming back. It's the Hideout 106.7. <laughs> WJFK. You're listening to the Hideout. Oh, you can't dump that. You can't say that. What are you doing? We at the FCC feel that democracy is all about protecting the rights of the ordinary citizen. Unregulated radio would result in programming of the lowest common denominator. This radio person is the whole problem. Are we going to allow this guy to be heard by anyone who can try to dial? Nobody knows who he is. I swear to God, nobody has any idea. Not even the show isn't real. I'm using a voice disguiser. I'm a phony just like my dad. See, the real me is just as worried as the rest of you. The Hideouts with LFA and J-Dubs, giving you reasons to be heathen. This is the problem with free speech. The fingers you have used to dial are too fat. To obtain a special dialing wand, please mash the keypad with your palm now. Radio for fat kids. The Hideouts with El Jefe and Jada. Oh, by the way, uh, welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Uh, I'm El Jefe. That is Jada. Oh, we're going to have to set up the mic side yet? No, I'm oh. going to. I was. I just remember that I got to intro, re-intro everything. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. Um. Timmy Tom Tom, welcome into the hideout. Hi, guys. What's up, brother? Completely off. Hey, Dubs. What's up? How are you tonight, then? Dubs, hey. stop playing with the toy, man. Seriously, it's annoying. It's not enough for you to be kicking out AOL for broadband mentions at every. I thought you meant my toy. No, go ahead, Timmy Tom Tom. I I can't stop till I win. Timmy Timmy Tom Tom, what's up, bro? Completely off topic, but regarding Don and Mike. Yes, sir. Did you guys happen to hear Don refer to J-Dubs as the dumb one on national radio? <laughs> yeah, I did. I love that. It was after we gave him the uh, the video, and he was like, uh, Alex Jimenez is the smart one, J-Dubs is the dumb one. Just because he wrote Marlo Brandon? <laughs> is that what you did? When? Oh, I don't know. That's what he was referring to. When did I write that? I've never even wrote Marlon Brando. He said that he, he saw some like show prep in the back room or something, and you I... were going to talk about Marlon Brando, and you wrote down Marlo Brandon. I've never, I've <laughs> never wrote, I've never wrote down that name in my life. So I, <laughs> oh whatever, Dubs is the dumb. One. It is true. But... I want to hear. I don't think Dubs. Do you think you're dumb? <laughs> I guess. No. Would I you want to hear a little <laughs> of some sort of mental He's not listening to you. He's just playing with the toy now. Yeah. What toy? What do you mean, like a... No, I got, uh, I got a uh, brand new little slot machine that I'm playing with. Him. You should give it to Cameron for his birthday. Yeah, I might. 
I'm a slot machine. I know. All right, thank you. I know where you're going with that. A penny in it. All right, guys, here we go. Um, I was, I was, I heard the ICP music dub. Yeah. And I was thinking, um, Shafee, there's apparently the big gathering of the uh, Juggalos. Is going to be happening uh, in Cleveland, I believe. Oh, are they doing Cleveland this year? Uh-huh. And um, Shafee is going to be there. <laughs> with uh, uh, Sabu? Performing and wrestling with Sabu. And he's going to get audio and get the boys, uh, Violent J and Shaggy 2 Dope, to cut some hideout liners. And there's a possibility we may be hearing from the clown. Oh, very good. Uh, to make, That'll be fun. To make sure we get the D.C. area out to the gathering of the Juggalos. Uh, speaking of killer clowns, um, the comedy dumplings are here. Uh, Matt Albert and Sid Cadis. Mm-hmm. Let's bring those guys in. Oh, while we're on the subject, Dubs, we were talking about Michigan. We just heard from our boy Lefty. Did you see this? Remember old stomping ground, Jackson, Michigan? Oh, yeah. That's where we the, the uh, rock station we used to work at was really big at. Q106 was huge in Jackson. Lansing, let's just say, Lansing, Michigan was D.C., and Jackson is Baltimore. Yeah. All right? You know, it's like that kind of a relationship. So I got this. Um, a Jackson man has dropped his re-eating of his food defense. Yeah. Uh, he uh, re-ate his food after he ate it. After he ate it and digested it, then he ate it again, Yeah. if you would. Um, and pled guilty to a 2002 rape and home invasion. Apparently, in his last appearance before um, uh, the judge in April, <laughs> he messed himself and then began to re-eat his food uh, before officers could subdue him with mace and muscle. Apparently, he had been re-eating the food and cutting his wrist prior to the court visit. A friend foiled his scheme which he testified he was doing this to try to hoodwink the jail officials into thinking he was psychotic. Well, I think he is. That way, he, that, way that was his defense. Um, He's I, a genius. I raped her, but I'm insane. You can see that I'm insane because I'm cutting myself and I'm re-eating my food. That's my Thursday ritual. <laughs> is that what you do, Matt Albert? Is that how you stay so fat? <laughs> That's how you stay so slender. Yeah. That's how you keep the body. Because the waste. I get know. the nutrients out of this. Okay. Reason. All right. So, Matt Albert and Cicada, first of all, thank you guys for showing up to the Fahrenheit 9-11 movie. Um, 30 minutes late. I don't know what it is about you two, but you're constantly late. Sorry about the CV time. It wasn't me. Is that is this a new thing now? Because, Sid, you realize slowly you're becoming more and more like Matt Albert. You've lost your job. You're still mm-hmm. a virgin. Now you're running late constantly, and I can see hair. now you're getting gray hair and you're getting fatter. And I think blacker. You are. In some weird way, you guys are uh, are getting like, hey, just a real quick story about this. So we all go out to eat after the movie. Mm-hmm. Is Mantan here? Let's bring Mantan in as well. Yeah, Mantan. Um, it was the four of us and Mantan. And, uh, and uh, Bad Monkey as well. Bad Monkey was there. And then some kid named, what was his name, Devin? Devin, I think. I don't I, know. I never really caught his name. Devin apparently is a huge uh, listener of the hideout. Yeah, I thought it was Sid's little brother. Because he looks exactly like Sid, but like a little slower. And a little smaller. Right. 
And in fact, Devin, if you're listening, call us, bro. 866 277 4969. Minnesota represent. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but the funny thing is, right, do you want to tell this story on this show or would you rather tell it on another show about what that Minnesota represent means? No, I'll tell it on this show. All right, go ahead, Cicada. He was asking me on the way back what the cowbell meant for Ronda Fez when they do it for the list, for the uh, winners of the contest. And I said that. Their show originated. They're both from Cowbell, Minnesota, and that's where they had their first show before moving to New York and D.C. So when they ring the cowbell, it's an homage to their hometown. And if you hear the cowbell and you call up and you say Minnesota represent, you'll win a prize. Yeah, it's like a secret society. That's what I said. So you guys, and the, and the whole time we're at dinner. They're lying, saying that Matt Albert's like 15 or 13 and a half. But this guy came out to the movies a fan, so we appreciate him coming out. But he ended up going to dinner because he just followed you to the car, right? Yeah. yeah. What was that like? And he, he was wearing some kind of gloves, too. Yeah, the only thing I said to him after the show was, uh, were you lifting weights during the movie? Because he had weightlifting gloves on at the movie. Like, when he came up and he shook my hand, he had weightlifting gloves on. And I was just like... All right, nice to meet you. Maybe you just got out of the gym or something, but he had him on like the whole movie. Yes, man. Uh, out of the corner of my eye, I saw him trying to clip a lock of Sid's hair, too. He's, my eyes met his, and I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> so this, this is what the funny thing is. The whole time, uh, luckily, uh, at at dinner, he was sit I was sitting on one end of the table. Matt was sitting next to me, and Devin was on the other side of Matt. So I literally did not see the kid the whole time we were eating because he's sitting on the other side of Matt Albert. But the whole time, Matt's like, who is this kid? Who is this kid? And then right at the end, he was like, I'm going to see if we can just leave him here. Because <laughs> we, we went to dinner at Thursdays, uh, the place where Mantan will uh, hang out all the time. By the way, great burgers over there. Yeah. And that Bud Light tasted so good. Mm. Mm, so good. So Bad Monkey calls me as we're coming back to the studio because everybody left. And he was like, this is the funniest thing that I've ever seen in my life. Matt was running to Cicada's blazer, and he was trying to get Cicada to come along with him. They got in the car, and, like, Devin started chasing yeah. them because they were trying to leave him in the parking lot. <laughs> and it's just like just some 18-year-old kid who had, like, snagged a ride, and they're trying to drive away from him. What ended up happening? Well, he caught up with us. The comedy dumplings not fast. What? Oh, he caught you guys, and you ended up giving him a ride home. Oh, and the then car, actually, right? he said, "You know, can I hang out with you guys coming to the show tonight?" And it's like well, it's maybe six o'clock, and he wants to hang out with us till one in the morning. And I'm thinking, no way. Maybe you have the third dumpling. Yeah, and um, bad enough. So I said, no, I, I got to run up to my school, and he goes, well, I can go with you. But it's and I go, I go, uh, no, it's a school me and Matt Albert go to. It's Catholic and it's private. Yeah. You can't come. They don't like they don't like outsiders. So then he says, well, I'll just sit in the car. <laughs> and he goes, I'll do anything to hang out with you guys. Seriously, I'll I'll do like, anything. couldn't you be nice to this kid? Yeah, kid, we were. Wanted. We took him to dinner with us. 
Yeah, that's true. You but, you, but, you, but you tried to leave him there. <laughs> well, we've had enough. The first thing he did when he got in my car. <laughs> I was laughing so hard, he knocked something over in the studio. The first thing he did when he got in my Hurt car. My shin. He found my hunting knife yeah. and pulled it out. And he goes, ooh, a knife. And he was sitting right behind me, and I just put my hand over my throat, hoping he wasn't going to bring it up. <laughs> like he could find your throat underneath those chins. But still, why are you true? carrying a big hunting knife with you? Because he's a redneck. Yes, yeah, that's Sid. true. Is that true? Oh, yes. Yeah. Now, the funny thing is that we heard that your dad said if you ever bring Sid or uh, Matt Albert over again, he will shoot him. Yeah. What are you guys true. doing tonight? Because you're spending, this is going to be the third consecutive weekend you guys spend together not showering, hanging out as virgins watching Kill Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Pop that cherry. Well, we can both be called Ripcord now. Oh, right. <laughs> that's an homage to Punati. Bowling ball and a fishing wire. Okay. <laughs> hey, um, the most embarrassing thing, though, Dubs, was I just realized what you said. <laughs> um, the most embarrassing thing is that we're there. Yeah. And this is the other thing about the kid, too. He keeps asking, how much is soda? How much is soda yeah. to the waitress? Like he was waiting for us to chip in. Yeah. He's like, oh, we'll just buy for it. like, nobody's looking at him. <laughs> nobody's making eye contact. Yeah. He's all you, pal. He pulls out, like, three crinkled up ones out of his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> well, he has enough for soda. He goes, I've only got $7. I said, well, you're talking to the, <laughs> the wrong unemployed fat kid. <laughs> I know. It's like that whole side of the table I had no money. And what was upsetting is the fact that we... Um, when we're out to dinner, and I had like a $7 burger, Mantan hooked us up with drinks, and I have to throw in like $22, because no one else has enough money to pay for the food that they order. No, I did, and I paid for all of mine. I no, paid you, for all of mine, I had, too. I paid $15. How do I throw food. in $22 for a $7 burger? Which how how much was the bill altogether? Like 50 And you... you Throwing twenty two. How much did you throw in? I throw in fifteen. How much did you throw in? Seven. That was that cost my haddock. That so cost you, my haddock. You threw in seven because you got the biggest fish that I've ever seen. Tried to get seconds and they wouldn't serve you. That's forty four. How <laughs> much? Those are cheap bastards. How, how much did uh, weirdo with the gloves throw in? Two. A dollar sixty nine. Yeah. Threw in for his drink. I don't and know then what he bad monkey threw in ten. But my whole thing is we're sitting there and it's a fifty dollar check. And everybody's cool because we leave fifty-two dollars. No, like, we... no, you gotta leave. You gotta leave more money. So that's when I start throwing in more money for the tip. I have a proposition for you guys. Yes, you guys are here. You um, obviously need money because you're unemployed. <sighs> How about a little contest with the comedy dumplings? Sounds perfect. As long as it isn't demeaning. <laughs> <laughs> you walking down the streets to me. I forget which uh, show you're listening to, but okay. Um, here's the thing I want to do. You heard the story about the guy reading his food in Jackson, Michigan. Yes, yes, sir. I will give you ten dollars in a in a food contest. All right. This is what I want to do. I want to get two baby Ruths. I want you. Off good. I want you to melt them in the microwave. And I want you to put them in these seats right here that you're both sitting in. And whoever can finish first, using no hands and just your face, eating the melted baby roof out of the seat, just like this cat did, ends up winning ten bucks. The loser gets a heart punch. Now, for the iPod, um, Matt Albert ended up losing to Sid, or actually ended up beating Sid Cada. The iPod I can't use. You still can't use it? Still can't use it. Can you give it back to the hideout then? We'll just, no. we'll get a whole nother bit out of it? Never. I'm sorry. 
So will you guys be willing to do this? Because it's a little way to earn $10, and it's a fun way to watch. have us watch Fat Kids. Yeah. Um, Fat Kids and chocolate. It doesn't get any better. <laughs> They're going to come up there and have chocolate all over their face. It's going to be just like this cat from Jackson, Michigan. It's going to be just like the, their last weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that wouldn't help, Bill. And this weekend. <laughs> what are you guys going to do this weekend? Rehoboth Beach. We're definitely going. Where are you guys going to stay when you get down there? My friend's grandparents. <laughs> in a blazer? Are you going to stay in the blazer? And now, Matt, when you come down, because here's the other funny thing real quick. Matt Matt calls uh, calls home um, to tell whoever he needed to report into that he wasn't coming home for the weekend. Yeah. Do you have a change of underwear with you? Yes. You several. Did you bring a bag? Did yes. you bring an overnight bag? Can we see it? No. Can we go through it? No. How Why not? No. I'll up the no. ante to twenty dollars. No. If we free. can put the baby. I mean, you're not touching my paraphernalia. Can we do this, please? No. Will you bring up? Will you just bring it up and show us your undies? No. Do you? You're not getting near my underwear. Do you do boxers or briefs? Boxer briefs. <laughs> <laughs> they make them that big. Yes, they do, you bastard. <laughs> they make boxer briefs that Where do you big? buy them from? Parachute. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I like your little add-ons, Joker. <laughs> you look like Rick Moranis. <laughs> <laughs> he buys them from Barnum Are and Bailey. Are you a gatekeeper? All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's getting nasty in here. Let's take a break. Let's come back. We'll do the contest, and we will... Um, we will try to jump out of the building with Matt Albert Sundays. Next in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. LFA and J Dub. kids, are you with me? Hi, this is Jared Fogle, the Subway Dying Guy. You are listening to the hideout radio for fat kids. Hey, yo, fat people are hard to kidnap. So if you're fat and you're all in this bitch, they grab your ass up. Fat bitches don't feel left out. Cause you can grab one of these skinny bitches and knock your ass out. Chubby love, showing you just love. Cause it's fat motherfuckers, they ready, however they come on. I just got shocked by this thing. I feel a little off now. Do you really? Yeah. All right. We got a whole bunch going on tonight. Uh, the comedy dumplings are here. Mantan is here. Our buddy uh, Joker has stopped by as well. And we read this story about a guy from Jackson, Michigan, who was trying to get out of his rape conviction by cutting his wrists. And then, oh my God, that's so great. By cutting his wrists and quote unquote re eating his food. All right? 
So what we have done is we have brought in the comedy dumplings. We've gotten two baby Ruths and melted them. And what I want the boys to do is to come in here and I, because we went out to eat and these sons of bitches are putting in like half of the money that they owe. And I'm trying to give them $10 for whoever can eat these melted baby Ruths out of the seats here at the JFK compound in the hideout. So no hands, it's, it's only gonna, faces. It's going to look re really, really dirty when their face comes up. And we'll have pictures of it for RadioHideout.com. This is for us. This is to degrade the comedy dumplings. This is your version of a job. Dare I say scat? No. No? Okay. Don't say that. Scatter. Just think about it. <laughs> This <laughs> is what is it? It's like it's the old days. It's the midday show. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Do we have pictures of everything? Diamond. And oh, oh my gosh. And um, I just <laughs> there, there's a lot of people like that that are business that are. Uh, you know what? I wonder if well, radio tends to draw degenerates as it is. Yeah. And I but I don't know what it is. You're right. There's some guy. Or do you think that's just kind of normal? No. You know what I mean? Where, well, maybe. Like, you think of all the people in radio, and then there are a couple who happen but, to be but, into this. But every radio station we go to, there's been someone like that. At least the story of one person who enjoys the, uh, the, the food once yeah. passed. Yeah, the chocolate bars. <laughs> in some certain way. All right, boys, whoever can do this the quickest will end up winning $10. The loser has to get a heart punch. Right. Are you ready for this, Matt Albert? I know you're excited because you're just hungry anyway. Have you ever um have you ever attempted anything like this before? No, I'm proud to say. All right. Well, what, here's what I want you guys to do. Honestly, man, I don't know if there's enough room in this studio. Because the two of you need to get down on your knees. I need you to put one one of the um slide it off the paper. Yeah, put one of them on a different piece of paper and put it in a chair. You're holding that in your hand, and, and it's like you just took your dog walking and you forgot to uh, to bring along the uh, the plastic baggies. Yeah. Cicada, I want you to use this chair that Omera would use, and um, we'll pull the other one out of the buzz cave for Matt Albert. <laughs> Matt Albert, sorry, tasting that. <laughs> He's already looking at his fingers. I need you guys to get on you. That is the dirtiest thing that I've ever seen. Did we get in picture of this on the paper? It looks exactly like what this guy in Jackson, yeah. Michigan would have done. It looks like toilet paper. It, exactly, but like if you yeah. didn't have a toilet bowl. Yeah. You know it, what it, I mean? Well, it's like, uh, it's like we paper trained a dog in here. Exactly. Yeah. Perfect. All right, you boys. Matt, I need you to get down on your knees, bro. Get, get down on your knees. Will you stop licking your fingers and just get on your knees and be... It's not... It's, it's chocolate. chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> the two boys are bent over. You know, now that they're bent over, you know what I'm thinking? This is our Saturday night. <laughs> Bring out the gimp. <laughs> I'm thinking this is exactly. Now, here's the thing. You can use no hands. Not even to keep yourself up on the ground. they got to be behind your back. You, your hands got to be behind your back. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to uh, support that chair because if Matt Howard's fat head falls. Matt, you, want, you may want to take off your glasses. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot about that. This is fun. <laughs> Dubs, do we need some sort of musical? Hold on, let me see if I can find a good musical song Benny Hill. for this. Benny Hill? Alright, do you have the timer ready? Um, yes, because I we're going to time them. The first one to complete ends $10. The other one gets a heart punch. Okay, here we go. From each of us. On your mark, 
<laughs> First of all, just let me tell you this. There's a six foot three, four hundred and ninety seven pounds. I get it. I'm black. fat. I'm fat. I'm black fat. Virgin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just do it. Bent do over it. bent over in the God. chair. Damn. He's taking up this whole side of the studio. And then on the other side the size of you got a six foot two, two hundred and eighty pound uh killer clown from outer space look alike. Ready? No, I'm I'm setting the scene. Are you boys I ready? Got, I got that joker. All right, here we go. On your mark, this is for ten dollars. Wow. Okay, you. You're just with me now. You're losing all your dignity for ten dollars. Yeah. So that you boys can supersize it sometime this weekend. Set. Go. This is so dirty. Matt is way Matt. on his way. Hands behind your back. Behind Matt. your back, Matt. That would actually require some stomach muscles, and it's already all over him. Matt got the whole thing. Are they finished? Matt stuffs it all in his mouth. No hands. No hands as he's got the baby Ruth melted all over his mouth. Get it out of the corner of your mouth. It doesn't count. Cicada, there's actually some stuck to the paper. You need, you need to lick that off. You need to lick it off if you're going to be complete. And Matt Albert is the winner. Of course we have an eating contest. And Matt Albert is the winner. Congratulations, boys. And that's residue. It's not residue. If it's on the paper, it's to be eaten. And take a picture of that man, Tan. Matt, again you win. 41 seconds. 41 seconds to get into the seat. Do I have room for my mouth? It's completely clean enough. Matt, here's what your dignity is worth. I feel like I've been in a Rocco video. <laughs> you and your family should be proud. Oh, uh, it turns out I don't have a tin. Can I pay you next week? No, I'm going to need that money for gas to take him back to Frederick. Mm -hmm. There's your $10. Congratulations, man. You're a winner. You! You're a winner in the hideout. I'm a winner in life. <laughs> yeah, look at you. Man, Ted, what did you think of that as you sat here and you saw the boys eating the um, what looked like re uh, recycled food out of the chairs? First of all, I thought it was comic genius for just to have the setup, and then I wish people could see it. It was competitive. That was the best thing about it. Is I like yeah, to see two men competing. They were serious. You know, it was balls to the wall. It was competitive. Ten dollars. What are you gonna do with it? It's all over his face, like he's a baby. Oh man. Like he's a baby who had a dirty diaper. And uh, what? Uh, how do you feel, Sid? That you've lost now. You realize you're becoming. You got someone your chance, Sid. <laughs> you're losing. You're becoming a loser now, hanging out with Matt Albert. Do you realize this, Cicada? I'm just not good at the swallowing aspect. <laughs> I hear you. That's what he said. Oh, by the way, I got this from Vincy. She said she went to Sid's house once, and his dad said that he'd shoot any black guy he saw near his house. And that was the first time that she met his dad. <laughs> How about this? Your dad's classy. Yeah, well, actually, my dad called Vinci an N-word inside out. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. I shoot any black guy I saw on my property, too. Yeah. Well, that's why I hang one out front, so I don't see one in the back. No. <laughs> oh, <come on. laughs> what is that about? Man. Tan. The NAACP is going to be camped out tomorrow. <laughs> that was a horrible joke. And please tell me you got that from some movie dubs. I got it from some friend in Fowlerville. Actually, I heard I heard a half say the same thing about Puerto Ricans. Yeah. No, I didn't. No, I'm, I want to say it now. That was, not, 
That was not cool, and that was right. Open. Pumpton, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yeah, is, has any part of either chair been consumed? <laughs> uh, it was so funny because both of your heads fit into those chairs barely. Like, your, your, your heads are the size of normal people's asses. Have you realized that? We do not have elephantitis in the skull. Yes, you do. Easily. I am not an animal. All right. Well, congratulations, you guys. Seriously, you're winners. And what are you going to end up doing with this? Now, we have one more game we want yeah. to play with you. Our boy Joker came in, and he brought us this. What is it, Dubs? It is uh, Shocking Roulette. Oh, great. I tried it during the break, and it actually is pretty shocking. Okay. So let's play it with the boy. Uh, yeah, let's get uh, three more people over here. All right. Uh, what uh, do you do? Well, how does the game work? You just put your finger in here, mm -hmm. and then you press the button, and it'll only land on one person, and it'll shock that person. Half finger's oh, doing this one. I'm not doing this. Why not? Be a man. I got heart condition. Forget no, fingers. I got let's go helmet to helmet. I'm black. <laughs> I got tons of them. No, 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 no. Let's do it. I got heart condition. I can't yeah. do it. All right. What kind of anti do we get if we do helmet to helmet? Helmet to helmet. Let's do Sicilian roulette. Are you, would you guys really? I, this is if my you're really mo. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'll tell you this now. There's no way I'm whipping anything out with this group. What I'll give you? it a mushroom tattoo. Let's do it. Uh, would you do it, man, Tan? Sure how, about, would <laughs> how about you versus Punani? I can't do this. Who's getting photos? Yeah, Tommy, get in here. Punani, you're not going to do it? You don't want to play? Tommy's trying to shine. All right, Joker just, says he'll do it. Let's just do fingers for right now. All right, let's just do fingers. Everybody go in there. And what it is, it's set up kind of, um. there are four slots where you stick your fingers into. And I guess you push a button. Everybody's gathered around. Here, let's see if we can get a mic on top of it to see yeah, what I got it. to see what it sounds like. All right. Does everybody have a favorite? Everybody ready? Ready. All right. So I pick the number of victims and start. Uh-oh. <laughs> ah, damn it, Megan. God. Oh! <laughs> Did it hurt? That is bizarre. I'm not sticking my helmet on that. Forget about it. <laughs> no way. What was? What, has it hurt? It's. It feels. It's a little bit stronger than say a nine volt for the tongue. Yeah. It's enough to make you jerk back. You know you're on it. There's no doubt. I was wanting to cry just hearing the, the beat going around. All right, now, like, now, now there's only three of us left. Right, yeah, yeah, let's go down. Right. We're going until there's only one person left. Who's going to be right. the champion? What's the name of it? Shock. we put our wood up on it. Shock. No, we need to go into two. Or one. There you go. All right, now there's three. All right, ready? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you took your finger oh, out. Matt took his finger out. You was. Come on. Right, you guys got to get your hands uncrossed. There we go. Come on, guys. Play right. correctly. For on, play. All right, here we go. Let me see the box in that. Get it in there. Do we have it anywhere? I'm. Oh, man. What? What ended up happening? Did Nobody it break? Got, hold the phone. It better not be rigged to shock the black man. That's the, <laughs> that better not be the name of this game. All right, let's try again. It's, no, well, no more trying. That's twice now. No, okay. out. Let's do it one more time. All right, you guys do that, and I'm going to read what's going on in the instant messenger. Halloween goddess says, God damn it. Why do the guys start whipping out their helmets when I'm not in there? <laughs> yeah, you did pick a bad one. Goddess, I'm saving my helmet just for you. Stop already. Enough of hitting on her. 
It don't stop swinging until you get a hit. Hefe, you know this. Now it's down to the comedy dumplings. Cicada and Matt. Hey, I got some water. Let me throw it on Matt real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt is a winner again. Look at you, bro. It's your night to shine, man. Finally. You're coming up a champion, dog. Finally, Matt Albert's time to win. Top of the food chain, MattAlbert.com, right? Damn right. No cicada.net tonight. <laughs> it's all Loser. Fun. All right, boys. I'd still like to remind everybody to check out Bill O'Reilly's new book, Who's Looking Out for You. All right, stop and it. And No Spin Zone is still on shelves. And don't worry about it. We can uh, pick up the the, no, the Spin Stop Sheer doormats as well. <laughs> what was, what's Any belt buckles out there? That. All right, boys, thank you very much. Hey, bring Tommy in real quick. Manson, I want you to stand here for this. Good job, said Kayla. They're, they're even cleaning up after themselves. Said Kata, a gracious loser. Matt, a horrible winner. You going to share those almonds or what? You yeah, come on over. over there all night? Yeah, man, come on over here. You come sit in between me and Tommy. Uh-oh. I'm a little afraid of what, what's that? Matt, oh, uh, Matt catch a punch. That's all I'm saying. It's my catch when everybody well, right, Wait, wait, wait. Why are you saying uh-oh? What's I'm just saying, I mean, can't you? I can feel the tension. Can you? It feels like I'm stuck between two magnets right here. What's wrong with you, Tommy? Nothing. What do you mean, nothing? Last night you threw a hissy fit, and you haven't talked to us for 24 hours. Uh-huh. As the producer of the show, no, you cannot go 24 hours without talking to us. Actually, I was sitting in there, and then you were talking to Sid, telling him to do stuff. So, Well, because you haven't spoken to us, you haven't called us, you haven't uh, IM'd us, you I have haven't not- emailed us. I have nothing to talk about. There's nothing to do. I figured we would be doing the movie uh, review tonight. Mm-hmm. Are you mad at us? No, I love you. Be serious first. How you doing, Dubs? Not bad. Now, you, I am the new Rory, and sideshow. Yeah, sideshow, and said you were very upset with us, and that you're looking for a new job. Possibly. Are you ready to leave the hideout? Not just yet, but you are looking. I have been looking. What is it? What is what? Why is this? Um, not having that much fun. Seriously? Yes. Is is it because of And I feel like I have been doing nothing and I've been have writer's block for the past few months. Have we gotten on you about the writer's block? No. It's just something my own thing. I just feel like I'm for writer's block I'd suggest some kind of opiate. <laughs> Absent. <laughs> oh wait, hold on a second. I know we're in the middle of something here with you. Hot dog. Yeah. You forgot to give the heart punch to the loser of the baby. Oh, yeah. Cicada, get back in here. Heart dog, you win a, You win something. Hold on, okay? All right. Thank you. Get into Cicada. Something. You win our love. Congratulations. You win the hideout. All right, you can put it under your desk. And, oh, whatever. All right, get in here. we got to give you the heart punch real quick. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Matt Albert won. Cicada lost. You ready for the heart punch? I'm ready. You know, you get two, right? One from me and one from Dubs. Who do you want it from first? Dubs is going to hit me harder. Go ahead. Uh, what? I, now, now I'm rearing back. As this is like at the end of Bloodsport. <laughs> Sid braces himself for this. You ready? It gave him the double fist. Like you were Punani. That is two punches. No, it doesn't. You ready? Yeah. Heart punch. Hold that there, man, Tan. On your mark. Get set. Ooh. You are soft. 
You were soft. There's so much give there. I feel like I almost broke my wrist because it was like all yeah, flimsy. I, I, I twisted my wrist too. I feel like I'm witnessing witnessing a crime here for some reason. It, it, did that even hurt you? Because it's like the, like punching a pillow. No, not really. I'm pretty fine. It's like hitting a pillow, man. Never mind, hot dog. You don't win anything. You can't hurt Sidkata. Sidkata can't be faded. Two hundred and sixty. Get your helmet over here. We're gonna shock it with this steel and sex appeal. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do the. Uh, that, the shock that's a new one. You know, like you, you might it might not happen to you, but you gotta you gotta throw your. Uh... That means that we actually have to have the you know, that we have to see helmets and stuff. That's fine. I'll, I'll take them for the team. Yeah, dude, I whip my helmet out right here. Right no, now. stop it already. You wanna have mushroom tattoo? Hey. All right, let's go back to a second. Let's go back to Tommy because Tommy actually was opening up for a second. And I guess that's part of the problem. We start getting going with Tommy, and then we begin to ignore him. No, that's fine. I think we should take a break early tonight. Do you feel like you're being ignored? No. Do you hate... Be honest. I'm not kidding. Do you hate both me and Dubs? Both of you, no. You, you, hate, you, you hate, hate me? No. So you hate me? Why do you hate me? Because uh, you get this look in your eye when you, when you start start in on the air. You get this look like you're really mad, and for some reason now you're just taking it out on me. Right now? Not right now. Did I get mad about stuff and then I take it out on you? On air. Like, you're mad at me about something, but instead of saying something off or you take it out on air. You get this, like, wicked, like, look on your face where you're like, I'm enjoying this so much. Well, because I am. <laughs> well, <laughs> because I can't talk to you off air. Why not? You're not easy to talk to. Hey, can you attest to that, man, Tan? That is true. That is true. He's not easy to talk to off How air. How would you know? I, we chat here and there. I mean, I'm always hitting you up on the instant message. You're not easy. It's easier to instant message you than actually call you and talk to you. I call you all the time, though. I know, but it's just easier just to dial it in, man. Do you just want to leave the show now? No. Because here's the thing. If you're looking for another job, then we can't use you anymore. Oh. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. The past... we, don't, we don't want you to go. I want to say that now. We yeah. don't want you to go. Well, the past month, I feel like I haven't been doing anything. Well, why is that? Uh, I just I haven't had any decent ideas, and then when I'm here, I just sort of feel like I just sit in the back and have nothing to do. Hmm. How about we try something? How about we do something like this? How about you are responsible for three segments a week? How many How many segments do we do a week, Dubs? We do um, four four a day, t four times five. twenty. Twenty. We do twenty. So this way, you're guaranteed that ha you have to fill three segments. You have to fill three segments. And, either, uh, either with a guest. And we'll do whatever you fill it with. You know, a and guest, a it, stunt idea. It'll get, you, it'll get you practice. You know what I mean? Build your confidence. Because isn't this what you've always wanted to do? Um, Didn't you want to do radio or no? Yeah. Are you realizing that maybe or, it's not for you? I, I don't know. I am sort of don't know what I want right now. Because here's my thing. Dubs, it happens all the time where you want something so bad, you finally get it. And then it's not what you thought it was. Well, it's not what you thought it was, or you've gotten it, and you're not doing as much as you possibly could. Yeah. I know that happens with me. I know there are a lot of times I leave the show disappointed because I don't feel like we've given the max that we possibly could, and I get mad at myself. And I'm like, God damn, all I've ever wanted to do was a radio show how is it that I could have taken tonight off and coasted through the show? That was that's stupid. That's mm -hmm. all I've ever wanted was to do a show. How could I do that? Do you feel like maybe you're doing that a little bit right now? Is um, the guilt getting to you? No, I just like once I start like not feeling like I'm not doing anything, I just am like, why bother? 
Plus, and there's there's other factors at play, like other things at the station that I probably shouldn't talk about. All right. Well, you don't have to bring there's those just, up. There's very bad communication. All right. Well, that's enough. All right. Looking at me? No. Yeah, because you don't communicate. I don't. You no. never call. Nothing to do with dubs. Let me say this. Can I can I put out my biggest problem with you is? I'm an idiot. No, you're not an idiot at all. In fact, you're very bright. Here's my problem with you. And it's the same problem that I actually had when I was with Ron Fez. I am a diva. I'm not going to lie. I know that I am a diva. All right? You are a bigger, bigger diva than I am. <laughs> and that's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem when the producer is a bigger diva and a bigger head case than the people on the show. Dubs, am I wrong or am I right on this? That, that, that's a that's a fair assumption. That's why you are in uh, you can hack it with Ron Fest because you were you were really worried about your feelings the whole time. Exactly, you, and, and you, I know you got to kind of throw your feelings to the side. Exactly, and I you really and, have to. And I couldn't do it, and that's one of the reasons that I just was merely the transitional producer. You know, I feel that you have those same kind of issues. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel where you can't you you can't you, know, you can't take the ribbings. A lot of times, if you're going to be on the air and be a personality, you got to get it all out there. You know what I mean? But with you, it's only certain. Like we can only bring up the very positive, and none of the none of the other stuff. And sometimes I am the positives. Yeah. But no. Yeah, actually, yeah, it's almost kind of nothing. Yeah. And so it's either this. If you don't want, if you only want to hang out in the back and you know pull the cool edit stuff and the reads and you know book guests and we'll make no mention of Bateman at all and you know you could just be in the back. Or but if you're going to be on the air, then it's kind of got to all get out there. Now, in, of course, we have our limits where we won't go. Of course. But at the same time, too, it's like anything. We never know what is on and off for you. And then we bring it up, and then you're mad, then you're throwing a timber tantrum. We and, don't hear and, from you for and, 24 hours. And sometimes we bring it up, and you act mad, but you aren't mad, so we don't know if you actually are mad. Right. DCW49er says, like a woman, Bateman needs validation. I'm not going to argue with that, but again, so do I. Yeah. But that's you get that with the hosts. I think you and I are too similar, and that's a problem. You think so? Mm-hmm. Now, I, I would say we're friends, are we not? I thought until last night. I still consider us friends. Uh, what what was really bad about last night? I don't want to... It was a veiled reference, but it hit something... It was a veiled reference. Uh, here's, the, here's the thing that upsets me most about anything, whenever you're doing a radio show. A lot of times there are inside jokes that are meant for three people. Yeah. The majority of jokes are for everybody. Maybe there's five, five percent of jokes that are for those of us just in the studio. Yeah. I did one of those jokes. Nobody has any idea... About the frame of reference, about who the jo- about what the joke is about for this person, all right, or even if it's true or not. But that strikes a chord with him, and he starts IMing me stuff like, "You're you're really effing pushing it. I've really had enough." And that's when I lost it last night, and it was for like three seconds. But I was like, "God damn you! You need an attitude change," and you do. God damn it, you do, because you're a bright kid. Look at where you were a year ago. Things are great right now, are they not? Um, yes. They are. You got a whole bunch of things happening, do you not? Professionally and other other ways? Yes. Then why are you so upset? I don't know. I'm still in hell. Is that why you're upset? Because you're getting a lot of stuff you want, but you're still not happy? 
I was telling someone that today. I'm like, have you ever had something where you're like, wow, that'd be great to have? And then when you get it, you're like, Jesus Christ, kill me, please. This is awful. Because trust me, I have. I, I live it almost every day. I do too. You know, honestly, yeah. When I was with my chick, uh, you know, divorced mm -hmm. now, she told me, Hefe or Alex Jimenez, um, Alex Cruz, <laughs> that too. She was like, look, I worry about you because I can never see you truly being happy. My chicks are with me all the time. Because, but you know what that is? To me, that's good. I've talked to Don about this. That's drive. That's ambition. That's, hey, I'm not happy doing 11 to 1. Is it good for where we are now in our lives and our careers? Yeah. I want world domination. I mean, the Shafee's the same way. You know what I mean? Where we want, at some point, world domination. We want to be well, right now, all, he want, all he wants is the Motor City Riffs right now, but... <laughs> I want to be the guy driving the boiler room to the domination machine. I want to be in the basement with a whip just beating people. Row, row. You know what I'm saying? So, but I understand that, like, I'm not happy now, and I don't know if I ever will be, but at some point you take a step back and be like, you know what, things aren't so bad. Yeah, and just every once in a while you just take a step back. I got women. I got show. I got the coke and I got the whores. What more do I need? Sure, I could use a little more money. Sure, I could use a better car. Sure, I could use a better place. Things really aren't so bad right now when I look at it. You look at Matt Albert and Cicada. Could be dead. <laughs> you could be them. Like, come on. They even sniffed. You're a poonhound. You are a poonhound, Bateman. I don't know what you're talking about. And somehow you're still upset. All right, somebody brings this up. Could the problems with Bateman be due to something messed up with his menstrual cycle? <laughs> hmm. uh, did you have a heavy flow? Matt Albert, you want to throw in on this? Because you're one of Bateman's best friends along with me. Yeah, F you. Stop bringing me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that it? <laughs> you got a little chalk up there on your chin. <laughs> he, he was actually even worse off than me last night. You see what I'm saying? So here's the thing, bro. And I didn't want to bring this out on the air, but I don't feel like I can talk to you off the air because I'm afraid of you. And that's why I have to do this stuff on the air. So I'm sorry. i got to get this out on the air. But there's a little tension in the hideout. Hey, if you want to stay with the show and we want to keep you, I can't have you dragging me down all the time about how horrible things are. Because they're not. Okay? B, three segments a week, however you want to film. It's not tough. If I can get anyone to call me back. Well, hey. They, they don't always have to be guests. They don't have to be guests. They can, come, they can be segments. They can be whatever. They can be even just an idea, like for a topic. That's all I'm looking for. All right? And what was C? It just don't be a diva. We got enough of that here. We can't worry about you. Yeah. Dubs you should have seen me today. I was king diva today. Dubs was Dubs was is dealing with a nationally syndicated show now with our with our buddies Ron and Faz. As will I Monday. You know? Is that getting you uh, a little scared too? I yeah. That and I'm like, why am I still working Sundays? Why am I going to these meetings that I have no idea what they're about? Like with other things. Open up the line of communication, all right? That's all you need to do. But I, I swear, communicating is the biggest thing in this business. Communicating with, uh, especially when you're in the producing end. You have to communicate. That's why Wonder Boy didn't make it. Oh, by the way, bite tongue, bite tongue, bite tongue. Yeah. There could be some earth-shattering news next week. We'll just leave it that. Really? Is, is someone... 
Going to talk? Wow. Just earth-shattering about a number of things. Uh, a lot of stuff going on with that kid. Mm. All right? Well, let's take a break. I feel refreshed. I feel like we've gotten it out there. Do you feel better at all? Because I'm telling you, I'm not mad at you. But I do need you to, to just not even drop the attitude. You can be upset occasionally. I just need you to have a better attitude when you're around us. Fake it. Even if you have to fake it, fake it. Especially, Trust me, I'm the king of putting on a happy face. Especially when we're in the studio. <laughs> if I'm calling you on private time, you can bitch as much as you want. But when we're here in the building... and Especially when we're doing the show. You know? I don't need you saying, hey, you're really effing pushing it. Because that's when I lose it. I had noticed. Yeah. All right? Mantan, do you have any words of advice? I think you guys should kiss. Yeah. And make up. Come here. Open right. tongue. Time for a break. At, at least a hug. Hey, at least a hug or a handshake. Will come you here. hug me? No, come on. Can we get this out in the open? Will you hug me? Come on. I mean, you don't have to be hard 24-7. Yeah. Sometimes it's okay to be soft. Child rule, relax. DMX. <laughs> relax. Come here. <laughs> will, you, will, will you hug me? Uh, if, it'll, if we can go to break. I want you to say you're going to hug me. If we can go to break, yeah. All right. Let's hug. Will you rub his back when you hug him also, please? I just want to see that. What's with you? We don't need the daddy, Pat. We, we need a full blown. Will you hug me? Sure. Mo. I'm not hugging you. <laughs> Taking a break. Coming back. It's the hideout. Don't forget pornodan.com. There he is. 106.7 WJFK. Hideout. Hideout. Very smart Featuring Congratulate everyone who won the free Slurpees for a year. It's 7-Eleven's 77th birthday this Sunday, the 11th. July 11th, that's 7-Eleven. Um, and they're celebrating with free Slurpees on 7-Eleven Day. So Sunday, uh, it is Sunday. Sunday, swing on by the uh, 7-Eleven and get your free Slurpee and celebrate. Happy birthday to 7-Eleven. Oh, thank heaven. 7-Eleven. For 7-Eleven. And I just realized it's my mom's birthday coming up. I guess that's, what, Tuesday? Yeah. I have no idea what to get her. Should I send her a card like I did last year? I had to go buy her card last year. You did, didn't yeah. you? I forgot about that. I'm the worst when it comes to that stuff, man. I seriously, I don't remember birthdays. I, I'll tell you this now, Dubs. I, I can't remember what your birthday is. I don't remember yours either, so don't feel bad. I'm, I'm horrible with birthdays. I know you're a Libra. Yep. And the only reason I know you're a Libra is because I'm a, a Perfect Circle fan, and I think three Libras. And that was the that was the association. It's all right. It's October. Yep. October. Now my little brother's I think is the sixth, or maybe the eighth. Thirteenth? Nope. Damn. Hold on a second. October ninth. Nope. Higher. Fifteenth. Higher. Is it in the twenties? Yes. I don't have a clue to that. The 20th. God damn it. Yours, uh, what, March? No. 
January. February. February? February 22nd. No. 18th? No. Higher or lower? Lower. 9th? No. <laughs> uh, 6th? 10th. 10th. February 10th. Oh, you know what the other thing is, too? I haven't a clue as to when Bateman's birthday is. Bateman. Um, I was gone last year for it. It was when, oh, it's, it's coming up because I was home for the weekend. Oh, if you were home for the weekend, that means we missed it. Did we? Oh, Jesus. Bateman, did we miss your birthday, dude? Is it coming up soon? That's on the AOL for broadband. He's IMing me. Why don't you call us? Now that the phones are back working again. Mantan's basement. Hey, uh, when's your birthday? Uh, I'd rather not say. Why? Because I don't want anything to happen to me on my birthday. Nothing will happen to you. I, we, we were your buddies. We just cleared everything up. When's your birthday? Uh, it's in August. What day? Towards the end. Well, why was I home then? Why wasn't I here for it? Mm-hmm. What? Just give me a day, ass. Why 24th. Was you... August 24th? Yes. Why wouldn't I have been here? All right, yeah, I remember hearing you on air. Joker, I need you to remember that. Write that down in your little uh, pad there. I saw you got the Palm Pilot. Write that down, August 24th. Are we going to be on the air that day? Is that during the week? Um, let me check. Here's what I need you to do. That's that's your one way. Um, book your own birthday segment. Tuesday. It's a Tuesday? Perfect. Book your own birthday segment for the 24th. Okay. And no good guys, girls. I want you, I want you to do something different for yourself. That's something. Make though. it nice, though. Get yourself something nice. And I tell you what, you go buy it and just get us the receipt. And, and we won't pay for it. We just want to see how much you spend on yourself. <laughs> but treat yourself well, okay? Uh, I'll try. All right. See you later. <laughs> Happy birthday now. Because there's no way I'm going to remember August 24th. What was yours again? <laughs> October 20th. Yours was uh, February 10th. Yeah. All right. Hey, Punani, I'm sorry. I already got too many to remember. Uh, Matt Alberts is in like two weeks. Yeah, Matt Alberts is coming up as well. And unfortunately, we're going to be on vacation at that time. Oh, speaking of that, Matt, get in here real quick. Mine is August 9th, but we will be doing the first game of the Redskins. Oh, yeah, nobody's going to care about you then. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. What, are you going to be, 53? No, 52. Nice. Hey, somebody wants to talk to you real quick. You're still a 19-year-old virgin. And you know what it is, Dubs? We believe in community service. That's what we were doing. It was We were sitting there Fahrenheit 9-11, and it may be happy to know that we were able to share that movie with our listeners. Again, thank you to the Cinema Arts Theater, cinemaarts.com. There's a link on Radio Hideout. I think I have found someone who is willing to take your virginity. Great. And I'm not kidding. Okay. Line two, I want you to say hello to Matt Albert. I'm Matt Albert. Hey, baby. <laughs> Would you be willing to, um... Is this Esterol? No. I can't I can't tell. It's Nicotina. Grandma. Oh. Nicotina. Do you, would you be willing to, uh... To maybe do something with Matt for, um, for his birthday? Because when's your birthday, Matt Albert? July 26th. God damn, we're going to be on vacation. That is a Monday. You'll be hearing mixtapes during that week. Oh, Matt Albert mixtape. Oh, yeah, we might do a Matt Albert night for you. Oh, okay, cool. I, I, we got plenty. Would you be willing to uh, you take me out to dinner first? No, just come down here. I'll tap it, and you're gone. <laughs> that costs money. No eye contact either. That's just gonna ruin it. Would you be? I right, tell Don't you wear your wig either. I will. I will. I will pay for the meal. Okay. I don't want to talk to her. I, no should. offense, of course. Why? Wear a leather mask. A woman. I want you, dude. Seriously, I want you to take nicotine out. 
and punch her in the nose. No. <laughs> you know what? That can be arranged. Hey. That can be arranged. Shut up, Tubbs. Seriously. Yeah, Tubbs. Shut up, Tubbs. She's a yeah. She's a psycho mongoloid freak. That's so hot. Shut up, Tubbs. It means that with all due respect, of course. She can't yeah. hear me. She can't hear me at all. All right, here we go, baby. This is what's going to happen. You, Matt Albert, the weekend of the 25th, get together for a little dinner. What do you think about that, whore? Matt, Matt Albert. <laughs> what does that I, I feel fine about it. Matt Albert, you do not turn 20 a virgin. That's the new goal. We got three weeks to get you and Nicotina together. Or two weeks. Oh, man, this is like a deadline. desert down there. Really? <laughs> it's like the Mojave. I, I want you to get yourself sexed up, all right, Nicotina? Now, how, okay. about, how about this? Would you be willing to be a wobbly H with the comedy dumplings? Yes. No. Would you be willing to be between uh, beef gravy and chicken gravy? No. Well, get, get, get some of that gravy. Airtight with us. What do you no. think? Do you eat gravy? No. No? Well, you will that night, baby. <laughs> Sid, is Sid Cadiz is something you're willing to do? Yeah, I'd love her to be the main course in the Dumpling Freeway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sweetie, we're going to make this happen, okay? All right. Roast beef in our sandwich. Hi, right, baby. Bye. Bye. Whore. <laughs> that whore is going gonna, is gonna to pop you. Yeah. I, you should go to the door with a rose and a pack of Marlboro. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you show up. A roast and a pack of Marlboro? No filters, of course. No. That gets rid of the... Yeah, no, you got to damn all no filters. Pono Dan can tape the freak sex. That's what I'm looking oh, forward to. How much would you pay for that video? $10. No, nah, I'd pay. I got $10. <laughs> Shut up. And you earned it. You yeah. definitely earned it. Triple X, you're in the hideout. I'm JFK. And you, you got to get that whore some uh, mint uh, with the new pores and a pack of rubbers, and she'll be ready to roll. Yeah, I hey, think... Hey, take her to dinner. Take her like, to some stupid place like Friday's. No, take her to Seven Eleven. Yeah, get her, get her a cheeseburger big bite. Get her a cheeseburger big bite, and um, you go from there. All right, beautiful. Congratulations, Matt. Yeah, you're a winner. Hey, Dubs, what are you I doing this year, old woman? What are you doing this weekend? I know the comedy dumplings are hanging out with themselves. What about you? I'm not sure yet. I haven't made any plans. I think I'm just gonna really relax before this next week starts. Oh, dude, it's gonna get hectic for you. Yep. Now, I like how I just get an email today, by the way. Uh, production director's going to be out. Hefe, I need you to fill in. Oh, oh that's, your, that's your gig. I know it is, but I've enjoyed coasting the last <laughs> month. <laughs> now that I actually got to step in and do a little bit of work. And then Redskins is going to start, and I'll, you know, doing stuff with the network like last year. Life is over. Just face it, the summer's already over. It is. It's July 9th, and the summer's over. I'm going to go enjoy this weekend, man. I don't know what I want to do tomorrow. I'm going to sleep. I was thinking about going back to the goth club where goth DJ, The Edge, down in Southeast, because I had a great time out there last go-round. But I don't feel like taking the dumplings. And I want to take Mantan next time I go out. Will you be willing to go? You don't want to go. I might. What about tomorrow? Do you want to do anything tomorrow? No. This weekend's off limits. You're not even going to talk to me? I'll call you. No, you won't. I will. I always call you. This is the weirdest thing. It's like a two-second conversation with Dubs. I, I'm not a big phone talker. It's seriously, it happened, and like, um, I call him. I'm trying to watch NFL Network. I'm like, hey, Dubs, what's going on? I got a couple ideas for the show. Yeah, um, I'll call you back. And then I don't hear from you for the rest of the day. That's bull. That's exactly what happens. It never happens. I always call you back. You're hard to get a hold of. Why am I hard to get a hold of? I don't know. I think your chick's trying to come between us. <laughs> I don't think she likes me. She loves you. I love her, too. She's so hot.
God. Seriously, she doesn't like you. <laughs> I got that feeling from the first time I met. She really? didn't like me. Mm-hmm. Well, she she gives a few. I've I've heard that that you know people think that she doesn't like them at first and. Maybe sometimes she doesn't. But you know, I'm the same way. You know that a lot of people actually don't like coming up to me because I look so mean, and I walk around with a scowl on my face. Yeah. You know, I just I walk around like I'm pissed, and that's my defense because I don't want people coming up and talking to me. I mean, even at the movie theater today. Oh, so we went to go watch Fahrenheit 9/11 Cinema Arts Movieplex, um, and I noticed this really hot chick came in, and there. We got to do something to get more chicks listening to the hideout, mm-hmm. or even being willing to participate. You understand what I'm saying? Because there were a lot of dudes out there, and of course they brought their girls. But there was this one really hot like chick who walked in by herself, and I was like, "This is awesome. She must listen to the show." And then as soon as the show's over, you know, the movie, she bolts. Don't even get a chance to introduce ourselves. You know, we need we need female listeners. We need, I guess we need less stuff where we're reenacting eating your own, reeating your own food. Yeah. You know what I mean? How about this? You and I doc- actually talked about this. We were going to do a segment called The Hack Zone, where you and I would do other, like, radio bits. Yeah, like bits that we used to hear real hack people do. But stuff that you hear, like, radio stations, like, every station in America does them, so why can't we do it? Yeah, like, uh, what's in your pants? Or what is the what's in your pants? What is what, that gimmick? The, the what's in your pants or what's in my pants? Mm-hmm. You know, you uh, you start, uh, you you just start um, giving hints about something. You know, and people have to call up and guess what yeah. it is. All right, it is it's a cylinder. All right, and then they they call in with their little jokes too. You know, oh, All right. like sexual in a window in the yeah. window and stuff. All right, and it's about I would say uh, six inches long. All right. It's blue, okay. It's got a. Uh, it's made of aluminum. Oh, it's a Pepsi can. You win. It's really? so stupid. Right, do we really want to do that? <laughs> but that's why we're gonna call it the Hack Zone because it could be fun. One segment. Or or the game show. Could it be C? <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. How about anything that's off of those prep sheets that, like, you know, Don and Mike make fun of? The Battle of the Sexes. Battle of the Sexes is a great one. I don't even know how that one works. Is that where you ask chicks guy questions yes. and guys the chick questions? Yep. All right, maybe we could uh, we do that. How about we do a check-in, like a cheerleader check-in or something? Uh, what, I don't understand. That happens on a lot of the top 40 stations or the high school check-in. Where oh. Call us from your high school and kick it. How about we do a shout-out? Shout-outs. Shout outs. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, here's the thing. We're going to end with shout-outs tonight. You want to start the Hack Zone now? Yeah. 866-277-4969. Call up. Tell us where you're calling from and who you want to say hi to. And that's all you got to do. It's the shout-out segment. Woo! It's a crazy day. It's, it's a great way to end the uh, Joker, you thank you for hanging out all night. You got to see what radio's like. Thanks. You have any shout-outs? You want to kick out the first one? I like to say hi to my boy Justin. All right, I already hate this song. <laughs> this is the stupidest thing that I've ever heard. Whoever says. Oh, I said hi to Punani and Bateman. Uh, hi to Mantan. Big ups to the comedy dumplings. Uh, loved you guys. And fat chicks love you. I know. I say hi to that really weird red kid that came out to the dinner with us. Stephen. With this retarded uh, wrestling gloves or weightlifting gloves or whatever they were. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine six nine. It's so dumb. No one wants to play it. Nobody <laughs> wants to kick a shout out. But you know what's so funny is that I hear other shows, 
like top 40 shows, like Hot 99.5, and they'll do that for a whole hour. Oh, yeah. Suck. And, and you know, and, the, and like the phones are lighting up, and they're kicking their shout-outs, and it's just great. Let's, uh, let's go. We'll have the out music out. Get, get a sound effect so whenever they finish with the shout-out. Punani, you got a shout-out you want to kick? I want a shout-out to my favorite PD. Uh, Mr. Cameron Gray. All right, now you're just kissing ass. Not yeah, you, you know he's listening. That's why you're trying to do that. Cicada. Quick shout out to the Grand Wizard. All right. Come on. Stop it already. Enough. All right, here we go. Let's go to John. John, you're in the hideout on JFK. All right. John. Double dumped. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was yeah. a double dump. We can't even offer a shout-out <laughs> Do you realize that we're not even good enough to do a shout-out game? <laughs> hey, this is a good one from Mix Loco. Oh, By the way, Mix Loco again hooked up our boy uh, Don Geronimo with uh, Boobtown. Um, he's got a shout-out to Honky Tonk Tattoo. HonkyTonkTattoo.com. Tommy, that's the next thing you need to do. Yeah, that'll, that'll be our first segment for uh, next week. You need to you need to get a hold of Kenny at Honky Talk so that Dubs can get his Lions tattoo. Now people want to play the shout out game and we're we're at a delay. Come on, uh, we're gonna run through these quick. Yeah. Quick shout outs. All right. It's not ready yet. Not messing okay, around. Okay, we're good. All right, here we go. Hack zone with the hideout. John, kick your shout out. You get one shout out. Go ahead. My Sarah. All right, there's the Sarah. <laughs> Can you believe they do this? It's radio yeah. stations. Jeff, let me hear your shout out. Yo, my VA Juggalos, what's up? Right. Oh, yo, yo. Woo, woo. Juggalo, woo. Juggalos, what? Will, you're in the hideout on JFK Hack Zone. Hey, this is Will, the tuxedo guy who didn't win the HFS tickets. Ah. Uh, oh, yeah, congratulations. You got a shout out? Yeah, man, I want to shout out to all my other drunk drivers out there. Oh, right. <laughs> and this is, this is what we got. Rob, kick your shout out. Yo, I'd like to holler at all my dogs out there. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Think he's a white guy. Tinchi, you're in the hideout, the hack zone shout out. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to give a shout out to all the Japanese prostitutes over Japan. I see y'all over there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Be safe. A <laughs> boy Dominic here in the hideout. Shout it out, baby. I want to give a shout out to all the Puerto Ricans and down with the Mexicans. All right. And by the way, good meeting you today, bro. All right, man. See ya. Dominic was out there with his Puerto Rican jersey. Wow, we're, the phones are blowing up for the what shout out. It actually worked. <laughs> you hear one people kicking out a shout out, and everybody wants to do it. Sarah, you're in the hideout on JFK. I want to shout out to my boy John. All right, congratulations. Words. Rick. <laughs> Yeah. Shout it out. Yeah, I'd like to give a shout out to all those hack radio gags out there. Nice. Hack zone with the hideout. Thank you, baby. And uh, here we go. Final shout out. Evander, you're in the hideout on JFK. Lordy, lordy, big up to God. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. The ultimate shout out to our man, G.O.D. Uh, that's oh, the hideout for this week. That's Dubs. I'm Hefe. Thank you to Punani. Thank you to Joker. Thank you to the Comedy Dumplings, Sidkata and Matt Albert. Thank you to Mantan. And thank you to Bateman. We'll see you next week. Until then, we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000, drama queens. Yeah.
Tommy the Virgin. Wow, news home. I want to sleep with Hefe. Oh, Hefe, you feel so good. Shut up, Tubbs. You're a Mongol. Oh, Hefe, you feel so good. You're a Mongol. Shut up, Tubbs. All right, this is Troy Aikman. Hey, you're tuning in to the hideout with Hefe and J-Dub. This is Fred Smooth. Watch the Redskins. I be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick them to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick them to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. Right there.